0: Ayahuasca, that crazy psychedelic that makes you throw up and see the light. Well, TNA did it, and they live to tell the tale about their ayahuasca journeys, how T almost made them call an ambulance, and A couldn't stop orgasming. Listen in to hear what it's like to take ayahuasca and why TNA couldn't recommend it
1: enough. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so... Episode 105. Yes, episode 105, uh, where we transform your sex. Yeah. And uh, what else? What's going on? (laughs) It's August. It's August, yes. Uh, um, Go to
0: lovetv.co to check out some new and exclusive video content we have there. Um, It's a great website and resource for anything on sex, love, and intimacy. And uh, they are hosting us there
1: yeah um and uh, yeah i love the site if you yes. don't find what you need there you can always write us at advice <laughs> at tatalksex.com uh, For our monthly advice show that happens at the end of the month yeah well and feel well and we were discussing this eh? but uh, you know i'm open to people write their thoughts or anything that comes in you know we generally will read emails um anonymously uh to you know on air yeah we we read air. them to we yeah. read them <laughs> right out loud. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, no, we will but, share them if yeah. we think it's going to be be helpful or interesting to everybody. Yeah, to hear and I've I've share. loved like some people have written us you yeah, know, comments yeah. and thoughts and like what they got from a certain episode and or, or where they disagreed with us and yeah. it's all fantastic and, and informative.
0: Soon on our new website, which is being built, we're going to have a discussion forum, so all of this can go on there. Yeah. So in the
1: fall, Stay we, we should tuned. have our our new episode up, our new our website, website up. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I just returned from the Just for Laughs comedy festival in Montreal. I have a little bit of a chest cold and uh, it's given me this more yeah, throaty voice. It's not that. You You can't hear it. Not that. Not that. It's not that intense. I feel like I feel feel like you sound. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little deeper. You are a (laughs) A throatier. We like it yeah thank
0: you. Yeah. Uh, so and also if you want to join us on social media you can find us at ta talk sex and we love instagram we're also on twitter and facebook and all that jazz but uh you know we're
1: visuals so, yeah you know well i just stare. posted a photo of my now blonde hair t's gone pink yeah well pink yeah this like sort of sunsetty like pink blonde mix right i feel right. like it, it's pink but it's anyway if the pink washes out really easily and then you have this, this white you're like white yeah pink, blonde yeah Never. it's fun it's totally
0: fun i like totally it a lot fun. um okay so go to instagram and see T's new pink hair yeah yeah <laughs> pink
1: white hair <laughs> comment you know it's clashing uh, a lot with it, our photo art I,
0: it's okay they'll get the it's you know mm, it's know. summer i went maybe we need a
1: name for you I, don't know. Ooh, I mean I still have my tits <laughs> <laughs> those didn't change
0: <laughs> good old tea all right, so we're talking about ayahuasca because we're finally doing a show about it we we actually did ayahuasca when, was it a year ago a year ago but we I feel like we reference it so often on the show yeah, and we haven't talked fully about that experience
1: exclusively
0: and it is worthy of being talked about because it was everyone we talk with outside of the show like we Dish the whole story it's like I don't know why we haven't done a show about it so
1: well I like that we're doing it a year later also because it's kind of the impact of it over time and it's given me a lot of time to reflect on it also and I think with space I'm able to analyze it calmly (laughs) (laughs) because it is it is it's it's like you're, you're, you know what? It's not the birthing. It's not like giving birth. It's like you're being birthed. Right. I mean, I would put it up there at that level. But like with your awareness of it happening, you're just like, wow, I'm passing in between two realities. It does take a minute to sink in. But I'll say that
0: after after that incredible, I mean, it was so amazing. I'll we'll go to the beginning a second. But afterward, for me, it was like I literally... I couldn't speak about it because it was so magnificent, and everything that I saw and experienced was so wonderful that it literally words did not do it justice so oh. right because so I when, had a lot of words winter. So <laughs> no, and I know and like and like I literally was like silent like you all we did it was a big circle yeah I, it, so we did it together we, we you know of course he can't go without a yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did it together but so everyone's like all chattering afterward and I look, I took way more than you guys did but but I was like so I was like there's no point for me to talk about any of this because the words felt so um like they didn't even scratch the surface of the experience that i had and it was like that that carried with me for a good few days yeah and it was like so but eventually you know every you know everyone's asking you have to you have to put it into words to exist in this <laughs> dimension so i i did and uh, so anyway now now i can talk about it. but it's still it doesn't just so you know the words that you're going to hear out of my mouth are yeah. like the fraction of don't the capture the the depth and profundity it's of like it. it's like trying to convert
1: 3d to 2d you can't it's like yes Ooh, good example they're just they don't it's a different, it has yeah. an extra dimension that Completely. can't be captured. And, yeah, I, I did find using the words helped me process, sure. like ha- having to put it into words. I mean, even with, for example, us doing this show, I mean, with our own lives, every time I have to put it into f- words Makes for about our listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to uh, find the words that best describe it. And then as a result, I come out understanding it more clearly sure. and I'm able to use it in my life more right. effectively. And I found it was the same thing with the ayahuasca. And for me, a Burning Man round two is uh, around the corner. I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm going. Yeah, I think I might. I, aren't we going together? Are to, you? Oh. Did you? or Do you want to go? We
0: we 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 can talk about it after. Okay. No, 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 But we we were thinking. I thought. I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't think, know what's going on
1: with the tickets. I think we should. uh All right. Okay, well, we'll talk about it after. We'll, we'll we, let. Yeah. Well, you know, we decide. <laughs> <laughs> um. I. Anyway, it's around the corner. But for me, going to Burning Man right after. Not right after. But after I'd done ayahuasca. Um. I was able to connect a couple of experiences that I had and, and kind of, um, during ayahuasca. Yeah. Like I hadn't resolved all of the information I received from the ayahuasca experience. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I couldn't make sense of all of it or like how I needed to use it in my life or how to make sense of it. I said that already. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like w- what does that say? And how do I, how do I change my course in life with right. that information? Okay. And, a Reiki he's, he's, energy healing session at Burning Man connected a lot of those Put like synapses for me. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we're gonna hear all about it. First, let me let's share what
1: ayahuasca is. Yes. I, there's a
0: lot of people who don't understand what it is, but yeah, it is. We've been it's, going
1: all, seven minutes in, in right, confusion sorry. for those who don't.
0: Know. <laughs> uh, so ayahuasca is a it's it's a psychedelic uh, drug, um but it's it's it, they use it in South America. Um, it's it comes from South America, so I have it. Thanks to Wikipedia. Okay, yeah, read the read the you know. Um, it's basically play-like. it's a it's a brew from a vine and a leaf, um, and it's common to people in Amazonia and South America and so it Brazil. Primarily grows in the Amazon, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and Aya means spirit, soul, or corpse, and wasca means a rope or woody vine, which totally makes sense to me because I di- totally had this sensation throughout the whole journey that. Like my soul was like out there, but I was tethered, and it was the shaman's drumming and rattling that tethered me. Anyway, there yeah, there's a shaman yeah, that guides we'll tell us. So a little bit more facts for a second. So um, it's 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 yeah, it's it's psychedelic that it does make you um, purge or vomit, and they talked about in Wikipedia that um, it kills parasites and so it, it is like a healthy thing for the people in that culture to do like health wise um i've also heard that like it's a like a detox process like a
1: detox yeah um uh there are more and more clinics popping up for um extreme drug addictions uh as treatment for extreme drug addictions, um, using ayahuasca, ayahuasca and, yeah, and a I've couple of too. other
0: various psychedelic, right? And I, and I don't understand the why, the the how, or why that works. Um, but but I have heard that and and well, yeah, and I don't, I mean
1: this is my conjecture, but I can see how the way what we're going to talk about with our own experience how it does bring like a self awareness that sure. that maybe is lacking mm-hmm. when you're fix it when you're in an a- addictive addicted, mode. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Uh, what else can I say? <sighs> that's it basically I mean so it's basically this like when we took it it was a and actually I've done it twice um what I yeah I told you this hold on but but didn't you do some other thing like peyote no it was ayahuasca however I was in Ecuador this was um eight years ago maybe I was in Ecuador and it was it was also a shaman circle but the shaman was an egotistical asshole really yeah like I, I mean he never I didn't speak the language so I uh, he didn't ever like say or do anything but just energy his vibe his was energy. like he was all show and like throwing potions into the fire he was talking the entire time the entire time and it's like this all night long journey yeah that anyway, lasts like but, hours but like they just gave like the last time i took it they just gave me one little dose i didn't throw up um and uh I, it, which they said was just cuz you're clean and you know whatever but um uh, you think it was like the tourist version? No, it's like, I don't think so, because we like were Disneyland. all with natives. Oh. Uh, yeah, and there was not a big touristy place. We were like in the depths of oh. Ecuador. But um, uh, so it was all these local kids that were doing it. But then they gave us mushrooms. And uh, so it was like I had one dose and some mushrooms. It was, it, I, I didn't really feel anything, to be honest. It was, huh. so yeah. Huh. So, like a- so that didn't really count. I don't feel
1: like this time. So let's set the well, scene. Can I? I just wonder if that was if if like they had heard that it is popular and they sort of maybe it's not even native to that area, but they were like, we're going to do these rituals because tourists are asking for it. I don't think that there we're not tourists. Okay. Ever, yeah. There, well, no. But you're visiting from another I, country. W- I mean, yeah. When I, say. I
0: mean, but I, but it was like, it was like an inside. Oh, the locals do this thing. Okay. And I mean, it could well, have been. I, I don't. Know. All know. right.
1: Not relevant to our. <laughs> so back to our. My point trip. is,
0: I did it once before, but this time it was totally totally different. The but, real deal. It was totally the real deal. So my first thing, like we th- we did this with a group of people, and uh, it usually, from what I hear, whatever is done in a in a circle, uh, or yeah, like a group of people, a do circle it with together. a group.
1: A friend of mine just did a trip out in like went to Brazil, did this kind of hiking journey. You're out in the desert. I think it's I think it's like silent. a silent meditation trip and Mm -hmm. then they do the ayahuasca ingest it like while on these sand dunes you know that's quite epic a little different from what we did no but no
0: it's just outside and in Brazil but it was great I mean it was it was very uh, controlled I felt very safe like there were people there that were not taking ayahuasca who were there to just watch over us make sure we're you know drinking and have whatever we need take us to the bathroom make sure we don't go outside keep everybody together
1: yeah have enough water
0: Um, you know they were very adamant about not leaving the room unless you have to like go to the bathroom um and so yeah we all piled into this room it was it definitely was a ritual like it wasn't you know the shaman and that was my biggest thing is I wanted to make sure that the shaman wasn't going to be like this freaking dude from (laughs) from Ecuador that I really didn't like before but he wasn't he was the most sweet he was from peru they flew him up from peru sweet and humble and gentle like he just emanated love and softness and i was like okay this is gonna be fine yeah
1: yeah (laughs) and i think also for me it was through a friend who had recommended it and had done the journey with this same shaman before i you know this is such a radical experience i think it's really important for anyone who is listening who would consider doing it that they feel Comfortable and safe in the environment they're doing it. Completely. And really like making sure that happens. Yes. Um, yeah.
0: And these people like they again, you're right. They had done it before. There was a curriculum and even like you know, weeks before they sent out, you know, an
1: information sheet, right, here's like, what diet, to bring.
0: Dietary Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I, I had a bit of a challenge. They tell you no sex for a few they days did, before before
0: and after yeah well I had someone and visiting I, don't, I still town. don't know why
1: exactly <laughs> I had someone visiting town I remember we had this conversation yeah and like, I was like what do I do so I, I we like fooled around a bit I think like one day shy of when I'm not supposed to I think I had sex but then I was like I'm, and then I was like, no, like what's no wrong is something bad gonna happen yeah right I was like so afraid the only thing I, could I think just, of. We, I remember we like had some foreplay and I was like stop <laughs> no we can't like <laughs> and I was like I will come back after this ayahuasca ceremony and we can you know have fun yeah and but. no
0: masturbation like i i think it yeah i i don't, really don't know why other than maybe it has to do with your sexual energy and they just want i
1: feel like it's almost like
0: energy reserves right exactly like being yeah.
1: completely like
0: present or charged in a way yeah. like what because because it's all energy cleanly, and you wear yourself out not a lot of meats not a lot of fats you know more vegetables and yeah i feel like they're also like alkalizing
1: your body so eating certain foods that um that you know more... i think it's prepping your body for the journey because it
0: really is it completely was this like trans-dimensional journey yeah okay yeah so here's what, so they <laughs> so the the, the the so we started about 8 p.m and um we gathered around the circle and uh they the shaman uh, is in canting
1: is that the right? like uh, yeah sure like it does different a song. incantations.
0: yeah but like from each direction, he does his thing and like he has like a good maraca
1: what do he have a maraca and uh i'm not sure and he had an assistant he had a couple of uh, musical instruments that He's like, were like rattles and drums, rattles yeah right. rattles and drums. And, it,
0: and and think bless their souls that didn't it kept they did it all night long so i we mean started around eight i think uh, we yeah like six a.m six or eight a.m
1: yeah, well, I feel like the music the maybe stopped before, like six, before the
0: sun came up do you think? I don't know, I was gone I was still <laughs>
1: gone I was still like 8am and I'm like Just landing I remember when the music stopped because, <laughs> uh, and, and then, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it was Anyway the anyway, the point is so so he you know it's a good half forty five minutes or so of
0: like preparation and whatever he's doing and then like one by one you go up and you take a dose of this
1: uh, yeah he pours sort of a capsule or sort of like a of shot stuff. of this yeah it's like a porridge or like it was like it a is. thick. <laughs> it's- It kind of looks like mud. It's like brown like that. Yeah. And then the uh, flavor is intense. (laughs) Like like some people gag before you have to kind of distance yourself and be like, okay, it's going down the Uh, gullet. I'm not going to
0: let it come back up. So, and then people start purging. And then uh, did they start that early? I feel like it takes a while. I'm talking like a few hours pass. I don't know about the time. Time wise, I don't know. But I do know that after, probably after. Some people only took one dose. I don't I know. I only did one dose. I did 3.
1: Yeah, I can't And believe I was that. one
0: of the only two people I was only one of a couple that did 3, but I'm telling you I was like in the zone. So they talk about a spirit of the spirit of ayahuasca. And they talk, and I've I had heard this before, but and I, I swear I met the spirit of ayahuasca and she was like there talking to me the whole time. It was like I'm asking her like, "Okay, where do you want me to go what do you want me to do and it's like you it literally is it they call it journeying and to me it really felt like a journey like the um the the drug starts kicking in and i felt like it's like it starts as like this roller coaster, like you're going click 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 click, click yes, it is like a roller the hill. And part of me is like freaking out because you're like, oh my god, I don't know what's gonna happen. You're right? like, I'm feeling like, things, right, right. But like, but this, happens, In my this happened. My body. This happened. Consistent. It was a wave. It happened all night long because you're going. You're. I. To me, it felt like I'm clinking up the roller coaster and then, like, zoom, you go down and you go through this. Like for me, I went through this kind of wild it was sort of not dark but just uncertain and it was like reality as I knew it was being untethered and I was being untethered from it and this to me was the journeying part it was like I had to go through a wormhole or some weird thing that like
1: like, passing through wormholes
0: yeah and and it is very disconcerting (laughs) because because you don't know like your sense of reality is literally being turned upside down and I think for me I feel like that's where the vomiting comes in because it's so uprooting. And for me, my... Disorienting. Yeah. And my understanding was I would feel nauseous and if I resisted going on that journey and giving up the control of and um, going with the roller coaster ride, if I resisted that, that's when I started feeling nauseous. Mm. And I would want to, I would be like, oh my God, I think I'm going to throw up. But if I breathed into it and let go and let myself go into it more then the urge to throw up passed. Mm -hmm. So I took three rounds. I only threw up once because it was just once when I was going into like a super high dimension and I'm like, oh my God, this is like, it was overwhelming.
1: So I, like I, uh, so I did, um, purge yeah but um but yeah I also took quite a while to pur- I, did, I think yeah. I was one of the last people to purge yeah <laughs> incidentally and I I think I went into it not knowing that it was normal to vomit like I had a conversation with someone who had done it and he was very like no it's this you know really beautiful experience and it's mellow and you know like i just i went in thinking like i'm going to own this <laughs> i did i was like i'm not going to throw up cuz i'm like a trooper and i handle things you know <laughs> you know and i i just had such a misconception of what it was and so yeah. uh there were times where i felt nausea and i i would do what kind of what you are saying like i would breathe into it and be like <sighs> right I'm not gonna vomit <laughs> <laughs> and then you know sure enough finally like it was just I was like oh I'm done I have nothing left in me to resist I can't resist anything anymore and it would come up right um uh so you know it was so anyway I think we'll talk about like what the actual experience is and what we're seeing we're gonna take a mini little So that's the break pur- that's the purging just to tie a bow on that yeah that's the the purging element of why am yeah when you purge but, but- yeah. i experienced a roller coaster but i describe it like a anyway the dark side and the light side oh, of, of course the there's the light Earth. side so let's so we'll tell we'll talk about the light side when we come back in just a second after this yeah. uh tweet
0: us or instagram is it ta talk sex
1: yeah and uh advice at ta talk if you have any thoughts or questions We're back with tna talk sex and today we're talking about a little bit of a, a different uh topic i mean ayahuasca it's you know you brought up a it's like what does it have to do with sex but it's such a well it's a a 360 journey. yeah life experience that it anyway it's, expan- it's brought up a lot yeah, of issues i mean it's, for it's about
0: self-awareness and expansion and you know it's a little which for some may be a little esoteric woo woo, but bullshit if you're gonna have connected sex or sex and your sexuality is tied to the all parts of us. So
1: Yeah. Well and can I go ahead and I'll just jump in. I, I I had an interesting experience where the stress of the experience Okay, I wanna back up one. I actually had my period. It started the day of think that morning and I was like oh come on (laughs) like great now I'm gonna pass this thing and you're not supposed to take any (laughs) painkillers and like all this stuff and I was just like oh god and the cramps weren't so bad so I was like okay I'll just do it and then I asked my friend who was organizing it like can I still do it he I mean it was a he but he was like yeah you'll be fine like it's not an issue and I'm like okay but you double checked with the shaman they said okay I feel like a lot of people might say don't do it on that but I think it intensified and and um also gave me greater depth into like the female side of me Mm -hmm. it ended up all being very good because I think in a a number of ways I would deny my feminine side and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that had to do with like growing up with my father instead of with my mother but um so I show up with my period (laughs) and uh, and I'm not on any painkillers and I know that usually the first day is like the worst for me so the cramps do start to come on I take the the stuff and um and it's like so intense at some point I was actually like rocking to deal with the cramps and kind of in rhythm with the drums and the music and like on this roller coaster of what I'm seeing visually. And for a while I was able to kind of manage it. But I think that the cramping just like intensified the experience so much. And um, and the reason I bring that up is to say that uh, I lost actually which, which point I was going to go with. There's so many. Uh, I, I had um, an intense like feminist experience and by that I mean sort of seeing like all my relationships with like the women in in my family and like the history of women in my family yeah. um, and it just sort of blew open where I have emotional blocks to being a woman and like my ability to give birth and like having uh, I don't know feeling victimized as a woman and like all these things that I that it showed me how to take control of
0: yeah which is interesting that you say that because you also were freaking out about you thought the shaman was going to rape you. Like, <laughs> did I actually
1: say that? You did. Oh, no, no, no. no. And the, you, the helper tried to pick me up, a oh. helper. And when I was being picked up, I yelled, I feel like I'm being raped. <laughs> yeah, but I think you were also, you were like, you were you were,
0: you were very, very upset. And you, you were like accusing the shaman of something of like, not... I don't, I thought it was rape or like you thought like he's not, his intentions aren't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, completely. No, did, all of this happened. Yes, it did happen, but it wasn't, it was, none of it was true. Like, right. It, it, it was, was all not ahead. going to let me, but it's interesting that you say dealing with all that feminine stuff that, uh-huh. that these illusions came up, you know, yeah. and it got really like you, I mean, you were really, you were like, call, call the, the ambulance, well, or the, you know, let and, me, hey, can I, I want to yeah, chronicle
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. for, if you don't mind, I'll sure. chronicle it. But I, can I say this? I also wondered because we're all in a room sharing that experience, everyone's energy influences everyone else. And I i also wondered about other women in the room and, and if I was even picking up on their waves a little bit because of my period like like know. that there was because this.
0: everyone I mean my I don't know everyone was like trying to tell you to relax and breathe and just like go and deal with it and
1: no I know I know but I'm saying energetically like what's in the room what are people bringing with their own life experiences and I get like it's my like I just said there's this generational thing that I experienced for me in my own personal life but um you would there were moments where you'd feel waves of like one person's reaction would create something in you in such a high like a highly sensitive way and you could see how much um we as humans influence each other Hmm. as well um that's a a slightly separate thing but that that's my my experience. experience of it yeah i was so so in my own zone though like yeah. I mean, I had conversations I with people where one of the guys like he would feel like something I said, you know, I said and he was like, oh, that was happening at the same time. Like I had that same thought and there oh, was interesting. things ping ponging a little bit. Yeah. I um, didn't. I, 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 I don't know why. Maybe. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't feel that way. Um, but so I wanted to chronicle. Yeah. So so if I can say what happened to me, so I basically and we mentioned it in the opening, which is that I had I like what one might view as a psychotic episode <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> like and a I bad think I, trip. Yeah, I scared so. a lot of people. For me, it was actually revelational and I came out of it feeling very positive. And I think everyone else was really worried for me. And I was like, no, I mean, I was on a roller coaster. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sorry if I influenced people negatively, but it was there was a profound journey I went on and I came out of it with an awareness and I don't view it negatively at all right
0: right so even if you have a bad like quote-unquote bad scary which I I feel I mean T what do you think about this but I I and we've talked about this before but I I wondered if you were having that experience because there was resistance like maybe you were being pushed to see these things and there was this resistance And it was
1: the resistance that was causing. Well, that's what I want to get to. I feel almost stereotypical talking about like the death of the ego, but I think there is a component of this. There's an ego in the sense of what you're, you're trying to control what you think has value in this world, what most matters to you, what you've been conditioned to believe. This is what I think is at the root of
0: this medicine. They call this medicine. And I do feel yeah. I agree with you. And and,
1: yeah. and and learning to release these assumptions you're made and, and also to make you aware of them. Like, like what are you putting all your energy into? What are you projecting? And your beliefs. Like it's just yeah, everything that that
0: constructs the reality the way that you know it. Right. It, it just makes you see everything
1: in this new way that's like oh that's not
0: that way (laughs) yeah
1: so I I would say so I'll just quickly paint a picture like I basically started I would say the first three hours were like euphoria like nothing I've ever seen before the most beautiful surprising interesting images I mean at some point it felt like a Mario Kart images yeah Mario Mm -hmm. Kart like rainbow bridge in the in the sky like Like, I was literally open your eyes and see them or in your mind's eye in my mind's eye, good point. Uh, but I was so joyful; I was like giggling in the corner and like rocking to the music. And I had this whole analogy about bees came up for me, and I was like, "Humans are just like bees; we all do a little dance." And you know, and I was just like giggling with joy and like and seeing beautiful things. And at some point, flowers were were um in in uh what do you call it when sorry when it speeds up like stop motion but not like, like s- speed up. the opposite when it's going faster video like, like you watch a fast movie. Forward. Yeah. You know, when you watch a film and they've, right, and right, right. they've compressed the time. Right, right, so you're right. watching like basically the flowers were blooming uh, in 30 seconds. Like I was seeing them from a seed growing to full form and blooming and I could see like above the earth and mm. below it. Like I could see their root wow, system. Cool. Yeah. And my eyeball was like close. It was like a close up right, zoom right, in right. and then it would like zoom out and I'd be on this like parabola that was rainbow colored, <laughs> you know, in the, yeah. in, in a you know space and I have to say then I started relating to like you see these images that kind of hippies do and right stuff. right right, the psychedelic yeah and, and like burning man like the imagery and I thought it is oh, like that I did w- see that stuff I did too but like I have to say like I
0: saw that stuff but I almost didn't pay attention to it because mm. my 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 for me my experience was I saw it in my mind's eye when I opened my eyes I saw a grid like I literally I saw the grid, saw the grid, and I hear this often. But and and to me, this makes sense that there's this like blueprint, energetic grid of the world, and so I could see it. I could see these wavy lines, like very physically, and you know, in reality. Um, and then in my mind's eye, yes, I saw these psychedelic, you know, the constantly moving ebb and flow, constantly, constantly moving, dying, recreating, birth, death, yeah, constant. But I almost didn't pay attention to that, and um, and I didn't want to like, focus on the images, and and then I would end up going somewhere else. I, I, you know, and, I, and I'm trying to verbalize it now. Yeah, where'd you I go? Because
1: it was so delightful for me. Like, I was like, I'm in a garden, right. and I was sort of skipping through it joyfully.
0: Well, my experience was it wasn't like the first three hours were joyful and then the last were different. Mine, it was like a journey. So, like, I would go through, like, um, these waves of, you know, the roller coaster where you're going up and then I would go down and through and it was sort of scary, you know, and I had to let go. And then I finally like once I was able to let go and dive in and and like surrender, then it would like, and it would just pop me out into mm. this other place. And it was like, and it was weird because it felt like while part of me was going up and out into like, I don't know, space or another dimension, somewhere up and out, I felt like this other part of me was going super, super inward. And hmm. it was like this, I was experiencing this like such depth of myself and such a, an intimate experience with myself at the same time being so tied to this like otherworldly, like um, beyond earth, beyond I don't know like super connected super level all mm. you know at the same time and uh so and then when I would pop out into these places that's where I experienced this bliss and it was like I mean you heard the room like the room uh, um would like everyone would start giggling and like this childlike <laughs> voice and you you just would like literally I for me I would just giggle with euphoria because it yeah think your body felt so good but also just there was just nothing but love and no worry there it's like you saw truth yeah, <laughs> it yeah. sounds so esoteric but i cannot i mean that's look I w- how it was and it was so i would go through these journeys right so i'd feel that bliss and then i would go and then, like the next roller coaster would be even like deeper and crazier, and then I would be able to let go, and then I'd pop out into this other completely different blissful thing, and I would see something else that was deeper and like
1: yeah. So before universal. I lost sense of present reality, <laughs> because I did uh, <laughs> at some point, I was I think I probably was a more vociferous giggler, and um and at some point the one of the helpers came over to make sure I was okay, and he touched my hand, which <laughs> caused this or. rush through my hand and up my arm and my I basically I felt this like rush of I don't know like you know a river in my hand I mean I orgasmed in my hand and I I was like oh my god (laughs) and I'm staring at him and he's like are you okay and I was like I'm so good I remember that yeah yeah and I was just like wow Occasionally, they would come and
0: check in on whoever. Like if if someone's getting very vocal, yeah. um, they would come in and check in because they I, they don't want you to like disturb the group. So there was at one point when I was like, "Well,
1: and make sure you're not. I don't know that you're. I don't know that you're not losing it. I guess. I guess. Yeah. But you're kind of supposed to lose it. It's this weird balance. I know, but it was funny. So like for me, I uh,
0: there was a point when
1: I think this was after I took the third dose, um,
0: and I like. Went through this whole, so I don't know if you guys remember listening, but I, I did these bodywork sessions with um, Diego Walroth, who's one of our guests. And and uh, a few shows with him. Yeah. We did. We love him. And good Sexological friend. Sexological body worker. Now a good friend. And uh, he's a psychological body gr- So I had done maybe four sessions with him prior to this or maybe, yeah, it was just, just prior, but not too far prior, which opened me tremendously. Like I had these wow, cool. crazy, um, my experiences with him, I had these really um, crazy sort of sexual tremors and, and
1: well to clarify stuff. he did he does a pelvic, pelvic massage, massage yeah which um, releases which is a totally lot of, it's not sexual it's very therapeutic well um, massaging muscles internally that perhaps have never been right massaged before
0: right but it's not like you go to like have an orgasm and have it's not like a sex service is what well, i'm saying
1: and, and people that listen to our show i mean we always are trying to kind of I think explain those nuances and the differences. Um, so to hear more about that, go check
0: out um, our shows with Diego Rolfe. Yeah. But uh, for the time being, I, I, so I'm wondering if maybe my sessions with him preempted this, but what what happened to me and like sort of the peak of my experience was I, I I guess I I don't know if it was sexual healing or what, but I just, and not that I'm, I, I've never been traumatized sexually in any way, um, but I I just, I like sunk down into the floor and I assumed this like sort of yogic position with my you know knees open and just and my hips up and and um, these waves of orgasms were just like never ending like it felt (laughs) like for hours and I'm not kidding like and I was um, and at the same time like I these waves were moving through me and I was orgasming and I think I heard myself orgasming but it didn't wasn't really connected to my body. Like I was my genitals weren't being touched. I wasn't touching my genitals. It was nothing like that. It was just it was not non genital orgasm, like full body orgasming. And it would just I was just like so far gone out into this <laughs> like blissful state and just these waves of and then at the same time, um I had this experience with the shaman where uh I, I don't know I don't know how much of this is reality or or what, but my perception was that um his his drumming and the rattling, I like, I zoned in on it while I was having, when I started to have these orgasms and something in me, I just like breathed in the air and I knew that it was going to be very healing. And he actually, in reality, came over and blew air onto me. And so I feel like there was this kismet, like he knew where I was. So, and just to- He was very good in intuiting where everyone was. This was amazing actually, because he, he did take- Ayahuasca. I don't know how much, yeah, but it makes sense to me that he needed to take it t- so that he could help us and be on that the level. Journey. It's like he knew where every single person was out there in the uh, the interdimensional space. And I think that comes from experience. I mean, it I was, think he was a very. It was like he was in twenty different places at once. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was really that was the magical thing because each of us felt like we had this intense connection with the shaman and that he was our guide and our healer personally.
1: And he was there for, you know, but I think people. also, yeah, his ability to guide us um, meaningfully, and I think he was right. such an important part of the journey that oh we my God. did go on, and the heights Completely. and the depths that we were able to hit, Completely. I think, were had to do with his mastery and his knowledge of that quote. Entering that, and space. he never said a word. Like he never. Yeah. Well, he sang a song. I remember the song in he would, Spanish. He, he about was incanting
0: all this, all these things, and and singing and praying these prayers. But, but like he never counseled anybody or he never like right but, except when I was orgasming and I was so far out there and then um he did come up and he was like eh, Stephanie <laughs> eh, Stephanie do you know who you are do you know where you are and I'm like I like climbed down out of my ladder and, like open my eyes and I'm like in my mind I'm like why the fuck are you tired leave me alone yes yeah, I know yeah. where I am damn it man
1: well that was like the helper they just to make sure that you're like yeah. the helper checking on me going are you losing (laughs) it yeah when he said are you okay i was like yeah i'm laughing dude like Like, back off." i was like yeah i'm great thank you (laughs) okay that's very funny i'm i'm trying to think i think at one point actually when they were meddling with me and i got really upset which we're going to talk about that which is which is meanwhile while you were (laughs) orgasming i had like uh i definitely saw the underbelly of of life and went a little nuts uh but but at some point he actually kind of brushed them off of me because i think everyone was getting scared and he was like no she's she's having an intense experience right. but trust that she's okay um we're going to take a break right now and then i'm going to talk about the what underbelly. was happening yeah what was happening to me while stephanie was orgasming <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway. all right we'll be right back We're back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And uh, we're talking about ayahuasca. And uh, oh, before we launch in, uh, if you guys have any thoughts or questions that you want to share with us, questions about or, sexuality and, or
0: experiences of ayahuasca.
1: <laughs> yeah, we will uh, read them and talk about them on our next episode uh, of our advice show. Unless you specifically tell us not to. Yeah. Um, anonymously as well. We don't you know, have to name you. Um, but at the end of August, we do the end of every month. Um, the last week of every month. So advice at tatoxx.com And, uh, okay. So while I was orgasming, <laughs> right. you were, I, okay. I have to explain first. So we just talked about the euphoria that happened. Right. The and bliss. I, right. So for me, I would say the first half, like the first three, I was under, I think I was high for, or under in this experience for about six hours, maybe a little longer, but I was basically, um, uh, in, in it. And then I, and then, um, in this euphoric state, sorry, back with everyone. Okay. And then, <laughs> and I describe it like the way the planet earth rotates into darkness and light, right? right? Like around the sun, right? Yeah. So you have these moments of anyway, it night, is it's night it's and sickle- day. Cyclical, yeah. And so I feel like it was, the euphoria was like day and then it like rotated into night. And, um, and also like, it felt spherical. It was like, I was so high that I now had to see the other side of it. Exactly. And yeah. so I, I went, under, if, right. uh, if you will and I and I went very deep and dark and I became um, I guess afraid but I also went on this weird trip where I, I saw like this B horror movie in my head <laughs> and no really and that was when I felt this threat and I thought now there's a couple things first I thought the threat and I was like Oh, these people are predatory. And it's like every like cult movie you've ever seen. Like, I'm going to die here. I'm going to die. And these you people literally are gonna... believed this. Yes. And I thought, wow. I thought, oh, and I, I think I remember kind of battling it in my head. Like, Christina, you know, you're being crazy. Like, it's, it's going to be fine. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, like, it's, you're like, the, no one is attacking you. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you're fine. And I'm like, yes, they are. They're attacking. <laughs> you know, it was this swing back and forth. And I felt the nausea from it. And I, and then I was like, I'm dying. I'm literally dying. This is what I thought. But and in a sense, you are. The yes. ego is dying. It the is. The control is dying. Yes. So two, th- a couple things happened. So um, one is the feeling that I was potentially going to be raped and then murdered. Uh, <laughs> <and laughs>
0: hey, everybody, take ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know.
1: But this is the point is that it was my <laughs> own personal journey. You need to go through it. No, but let me, this yeah, was my right unique vision for sure and i say that because not every woman is going to see that right but i saw it because for whatever reason whatever my family history is whatever my personal fears are this is what came up right and and again like you're saying i don't have um a clear example of being being raped or being you know um sexually traumatized uh but it could have been a symbolic I think it was and here's and here's simultaneously here's the other the other part that I wanted to mention at some point I thought my brain said I went I'm gonna die here and then I went I'm a fucking idiot. I go. <laughs> I go. Why would I come into this home, do this with these people that I don't know? And also, I had this whole paranoid delusion where I went, "These are my friends, but how well do I really know them?" And my brain started searching, like, "Where's evidence that they're good people? How do I know that they're wow. good people?" Yeah, yeah. So, the total lack of trust. Uh huh. Okay. Yes, yeah. yes. And also, like, yeah, I haven't known well, that them that makes long sense. Enough. If you're
0: not trusting the journey, trusting ayahuasca, trusting you know, and you're not surrendering. Well, and also, and then my it manifests child- in
1: these ways. My childhood is rooted in a lot of. paranoia. Paranoia and mistrust with the family divorce. There was a court battle for many years. There was a lot of like, don't tell this person that because if they know that, that's, you know, so I had to hide things from family members. This is all coming up and put on me at a very young age. Yeah. So, so fear. Of who, who you can trust literally mm-hmm. right so I'm all of a sudden I'm seeing I haven't thought about it in years I'm like oh I'm enlightened and I've moved on well here it is coming up right like a vomit like an emotional vomit right. instead of the literal so so then I also I thought I'm an idiot and my thought was I'm gonna die and then I went how am I gonna explain this to my father <laughs> yeah I know here's the I'm dead I'm thinking about how I'm going to die. I'm dead. And how am I going to come home and tell dad after I'm dead? Right. Uh, And so here's the example of what you're saying, which is clearly it's the ego's death because it's my brain feeling shame. And I'm afraid of my father judging me for making a dumb decision. And this is like so childhood brain, like, <laughs> like my fear as a kid of being called stupid by my dad. And not, he never said, you know, right. you're stupid, but he would, there was like a condescension. It was like, if you did sure. something wrong, it was like, what were you thinking? Right, what are you right. stupid? Well, no, I'm not stupid. And I don't want to. Isn't it amazing
0: wanna... how we like offhandedly say these comments to kids? And I, I have that experience too with yeah. my mom or parents where it's like.
1: Well, and I think they, I think as parents, they think they're teaching us like use common sense. You know, like they don't mean it in that. In that, For they don't sure. want you to feel stupid. They want you to think smart. So they're trying to point out it's stupid, and you shouldn't. And then make also, those as mistakes. an adult, you
0: know that it's a jo- like not a joke, but like it's a saying. But as a you forget that as a kid, you don't see that as a saying. It's like you
1: yeah, take no, it. Yeah, I think my father could have gained some enlightenment and not <laughs> handled us that way as children. Of course, I'm just saying that. Like we don't. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's we so, don't. We don't understand
0: the magnitude of the right of the the lifelong minor, impact. Right.
1: So. So all of that came up and I, and that was where I had this revelation about how I was like living my life um, for approval from others, like Mm -hmm. this kind of thing, the fear to take up space, to exist fully in my present form Mm -hmm. without shame or without apology. Mm -hmm. A lot of that came up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and this realization that I, right, I mean, to want the approval from my father and to also have like. I don't know, shame as a woman. I mean, it was so intense. So much came up for me. But it manifested in these, like, physical violent tantrums, basically, that, that the group was worried about. <laughs> uh, and at one point yelling, like, I think I'm dying. Someone call an ambulance. Right. That's what happened. Which scared some people, definitely. Yeah. Um, and the shaman was like, she's fine. She's not dying. And I think I think it made everyone else. I mean, it, it potentially created doubt in others going, are we going to die? <laughs> I didn't think. I mean, I was just trying to tune you out because
0: I was like, "She's fucking my high up." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you no, know, but, but like, but I didn't. I wasn't worried that I was gonna.
1: Good, die. you know, good. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I think, th- for example, even the helpers who weren't under the, you know, who were not under the influence, oh, were like, right. is <laughs> this normal? <laughs> you know, and like maybe Poor she's having thing. an allergic reaction. Maybe she's right. And and but those were a lot of my fears as right, well. Right. And I wasn't. It was yeah. just part of the journey. Right. So did you do you do you um having when you
0: went through the other side? Did you? Was there a conscious acknowledgement of like entering the other side, or was it just you went through the darkness? Sometimes you just have to go through the darkness and see it, and you may not even have the realization during it. Is during
1: right? You just but it's just even experiencing the darkness is just weight off your shoulders. Well, that brought the revelation, I think, after. But I would say ten percent of me was going, this is it's not it's not real, Christina. You're going to be fine, you know. Uh, But but my brain was like. (laughs) <laughs> but once I got I past worry. the well, and by the way, the, when the helpers got worried, they I think everyone was like, well, let's try and take her outside. Maybe she'll right. calm down like yeah. it's too intense for her. And at one point, the music was so intense. It was overwhelming. You, you were begging for the music. To, you were commanding. <laughs> yeah, commanding the, the music to stop. Music to,
0: so and he did actually for a short bit. He, he did? S- he did. He stopped the circle. Wow. Yeah, for like for just a second, just to make sure that you were okay, like okay, and then he resumed it and it was fine. But
1: well, and I think part of that that response is, by the way, I've I've learned how sensitive I am. I think I've mentioned on here before this book called The Highly Sensitive Person. Mm -hmm. So I think there is something to my me getting overwhelmed now. That was also part of the journey. Again, is like pushing through that. Right. And I think that yeah. the shaman was very intentionally taking me on that journey. And I have All great respect yeah. for that. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah. he knew that I needed exactly. that in a way and it was like I was resisting. Right. Like you're saying I was fighting it instead of going with it. And that was also like to me it's like great you experienced euphoria and now you have to gain insight. And I feel like that's why he took me on that journey. Right. He was like now we're going to help you look inside. Right. For me, you know, and that's and that's where I went and um and so the helpers tried to take me outside. And at that point, I yelled, I feel like I'm being raped. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to say I said, I feel like I'm being raped. So I didn't say you I didn't am. You didn't accuse anybody outright. Right. But they dropped me real quick. <laughs> and I, I, but let me say, at this point, I'm seeing a matrix of numbers. OK, right. I'm blind. I'm blind one of, one of my friends had this experience too yeah
0: where they and saw a matrix of numbers yeah
1: by this but when I say blind I mean I can't see anything you can't at see some like point, the chair you see numbers yes yes I see right. numbers see and the grid. darkness you see right yeah and at some point because you're in another dimension <laughs> yeah at some point one of the helpers comes to help and kind of got close to I think get and I and all of a sudden it was almost like his face like broke in right. to my vision right, yeah. and it was startling and I and then someone else came in because they were going to pick me up and I and I was like who is that There was only one like one or two people I really trusted yeah who I who I already knew right. like one of the helpers I knew mm-hmm. um, before we had gone into this and so when the other one came over to me I think I even said who the fuck is you know, Joe or whoever was. I was like I was like, who the fuck is that? And then you know, and, and the other the guy I knew was like, It's fine, it's this person and I was like, Oh my God <laughs> Like and then they but they backed away and I did calm down. Like I came back down from that. Mm-hmm. And by not being meddled with and trusting the shaman, yeah, you know, I, I was fine. Yeah. Now, I feel like I probably have just scared a lot of people.
0: Well, OK, but but look, there's going to be darkness. And, and this is the thing. Like if they say that it's medicine and I totally, totally agree. And when you're I mean, you take it to to intentionally like you're willingly self-reflect self-reflect and you you're purging and getting rid of all this stuff and and seeing it and you and yeah it's like I feel like you'd be brave you know I mean I'm all for this like facing the darkness and the fears and and so
1: well let me say don't be afraid this was really new for me and I have to say like yeah, I mean, like you had done these experiences with Diego before, that had opened you up in a way, and I yeah, but not like this. It's not like you like are facing the darkness, but no, but I I, I do feel like in many ways, I even with us doing this show, even with you know my own journey, I'm always curious about learning and growing. Mm. But I do believe I came from a far less developed place than a lot of people uh, with certain families or whatever, and and so it's this ongoing journey where um, even just in the last few years, I've opened up right. in in ability to trust. Mm-hmm. So much more than I ever could have yeah. um and so this ayahuasca experience cracked that open for me on a new level, like I had maybe plateaued yeah. and this like punched the ceiling open in a way that I didn't know it needed to be mm-hmm. and um and i and i remember waking up I I joke because it was so funny I basically woke up on the hardwood floor like with my on my face in the middle of the circle I had actually like moved from my mat Mm -hmm. I was laying on the floor and I finally opened my eyes and thought wow (laughs) like what happened like the shaman was done the sun had come up you know some people were milling about and I remember thinking maybe I should move I'm in the like I'm blocking the way you know like I'm in the way and I remember thinking no right I don't yes own it I don't need to move. I don't mm-hmm. need to apologize. You don't need to exactly, yeah, and yep. and by that I remember thinking, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chill here for a while. And I just yeah, chill there know, on my face on the floor. <laughs> but it was, you're right. You know, this permission. There, there were a
0: lot of trends that came up in people's experience, which is, um, I think it's just like facing the constraints that our society puts on us like for example this is a symbolic thing but a lot of people were passing gas oh they and, were yeah and I and I, mean, uh, I don't remember and so. I remember I remember going through this as well as like everyone was passing gas and I'm like you start giggling a little bit because you're high and, and and but then but then I'm like my experience of it was as gas would come up I'm like it was a a, um, a physical representation Of a permission To allow myself to exist It's this completely natural thing Why stop yourself And and it went so deep It's like gas obviously Was this very superficial way right. of it But like deep down It's like you, wh- Yeah you exist You um, Where else are you stopping your yourself Your creative ideas Your art You're just th- You know allowing yourself To just be You know on such a deep Deep level and giving yourself permission to exist in the world, like yes, you are valuable enough just as you are, and you deserve to exist and take space and breathe. Like it seems like yeah. everyone was
1: coming up against this, like no, I'm not worthy thing, or, or I'm I'm a nuisance, right? Or I'm taking up space, and I shouldn't. So this is was really, really, yeah, it was this is really minor to me, but. The, it's like this is symbolic is like that little thing of when you accidentally brush someone in public or right. you have like a little bump in mm-hmm. or whatever. And everyone, especially American culture, so quick to go. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. And the, I'm sorry. And, and clam up. Right. And you go. I started that after I did ayahuasca. I exercised this muscle of like not apologizing. Right. And yeah. not being rude, but just right. maybe smiling at the person. Like mm-hmm. I just brushed you. That's everyone's fine. No
0: apology. It's everyone's just, fine. Yeah. That, what yeah. is
1: the fear? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, like I'm. I'm here. I'm in the space. And sometimes you brush someone accidentally. It's cool.
0: Yeah. You know, my experience. I. I don't. Rem, I don't. I did not take away any specific psychological things like that. Yeah. Um, that you're talking about, but mine were more. Again, it's it's honestly it's even now talking about it like I can't really there's just a couple very um, like deep universal things that I I can Mm. verbalize. But even now it's like I I can't even really verbalize it. But um, specifically regarding breath, the importance of 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 breath. And I literally saw how every breath is a new moment and wow, well, that's a birth powerful. of a whole new universe and a whole new existence in every freaking breath. Well, to me, that speaks and of
1: change, right? You, any new empower, manifestation you want. Like,
0: and I literally felt like each of us is like this God and with every breath, <laughs> yeah. you literally can create like, okay, I don't want to do that. The next breath, I can do this. Yeah. Literally, it's that, It's that. that's simple. honest and simple, right? Um and uh and for me the biggest thing uh was control it was just f- like really understand like feeling viscerally how much i let go of control and i think for me like that's been a trend the past couple years like in just letting life happen and trusting in the universe and the and the flow and everything and and so for me that was the really big
1: or it makes me think Experience. of riding a bull, right? Which I have never done outside of it, like a mechanical bull. But this idea of you're not going to control the bull, right? You have to you have to ride with it. Right. You have to ride like feel it, and and so you have control in the way you approach it, but allowing. Anyway, so I I feel I agree with you that it was sort of that realization. Okay, mini break. Yes. Do you want to finish that?
0: Well, just just, it was an interesting observation that um, I felt like as this – actually, you know what? And since ayahuasca, this has happened many times since – but what what was happening was the control was linked to my spine and my neck, and wow. I and it was weird. It's like I felt this strangling happening on my neck when when I would go through these dark phases and like would need to release and and like let go of control. And it was almost like it wasn't like I couldn't breathe, but it was like a tightening and a constriction, and I it was driving me crazy. And I kept pulling, and so I would just have to breathe, and I would do these breaths and this tongue work to release this like huge ball of energy that was being held in my throat right which is you know maybe a tension point it's also it is because it's your source of communication it's your creative center it's like and and I do I know that that's like where I hold energy a lot but anyway um but what I noticed was that um at at some point I had this like urge to flip on my stomach and expose my neck and it was almost like the ultimate and this was toward the end of the journey it was like this ultimate need to surrender and it was which totally made sense right i literally had to like pull my hair aside and expose my neck it was like i was ready to be slain slayed slain
1: i don't know i don't use that word very often i was ready to be (laughs) like slain is right yeah
0: slain yeah and 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 it was like and i was wanting it like just I, it, but it was the severing of control it was really i was going to say yeah, articulate <laughs> not violence no but no no no. but it was it was a symbolic it, right ultimate ultimate surrender exposing your neck you right and um and what i noticed was i looked around the the circle at some point and everybody toward the end of the journey almost everybody had moved and positioned themselves on their stomach exposing their backs and their necks interesting so i so, yeah so, so we're i gonna take a I break wanted, anyway
1: what? Control, I was just saying control, yeah. I think is a
0: trend with this sort of This thing.
1: exercise or this experience of ayahuasca. Okay, we're taking a break. We'll be right back. Uh, again, anything you want to share with us, advice at tatalksex.com. We do an advice show at the end of every uh, month. And um, Instagram and Twitter, we're always checking in there, at tatalksex.com. Uh, sorry, at tatalksex. But uh, if you all uh, enjoy the show or have any um, thoughts for us, you can also write a review on iTunes. It helps gain visibility for us. Um, for anyone else who might be seeking this kind of content. All right, uh, we'll be right back. And we're back with TNA talk sex. I'm T and I'm A, and we are discussing uh, ayahuasca, our ayahuasca journey. Yes, our our eye opening experience into self awareness. Um, T's fear of I don't know rape and pillaging. <laughs> uh, I think and that, that your feminine power. Maybe? Yes, my feminine power. And this is what we're going to get to, which is um, I don't think obviously there, I wasn't actually in threat of being raped in this environment, and the fact that that was a fear interestingly i think is my issues of control as i, was and going I to say it's control yes yeah. and this idea that it's yes exactly that i have it's going to be taken from you uh-huh or, yeah mm-hmm. that something can be taken from me and that i'm in possession of it and it's to be to to be combative with it um so I learned a lot in releasing that and what, okay, before we get into that, because I want to talk about what I realized at my Reiki healing session in <laughs> Burning Man, which is mm-hmm. tied to that. But before that, I, you know, you, you a, talked about sort of having these orgasms and these waves of pleasure. And meanwhile, I'm cramping because which was period. also,
0: but it, which was also like super. I was releasing so much, and this yawning, like tongue neck exercise was happening at yeah. the same time. So it was like really releasing. By the way, stuff. when I masturbate, so the orgasmic energy was yeah. like moving all that out.
1: Sexual healing, cool. When I masturbate and when I have sex, I find that breathing more and more. I'm using breath right to reach this deepened, more rich orgasm.
0: Totally, and I'm actually at a place where I can almost orgasm without touching, just with my breath.
1: What? Yes. I'm so jealous. I'm not there. But (laughs) I I am opening up with my breath and I find I reach orgasm only by focusing on my breath while in sexual stimulation. It's very important. Yeah. So um, I actually, I'm cramping, right? I'm feeling pain. I also had the anxiety of trying to maintain control and feeling nauseous. And I had these moments eh, where I noticed almost, it felt like being an addict where I don't know what that is to you know maybe maybe except for sugar I used to have like a sugar addiction as a kid but um to not have it I started like playing with my hands a lot like shuffling them and gripping them and almost trying to soothe myself by like rubbing my hands in rapid motions and like squeezing them right so I'm Mm -hmm. trying to relax myself through my hands and then my my head which we always talk about I need head (laughs) massages sexually and I was like running my hands through my hair, right, to to again like help Self-soothe. myself breathe. Yes, I was self soothing myself, and self and uh, and through my hands, my head. And then I was trying to touch my my genitals basically, so mm-hmm. I was massaging my clit. I started to at some point when I was panicking to put my hand on my pants and like mm-hmm. rub myself that. there. I know because I was so embarrassing in hindsight. Or I was embarrassed for a long time, and now I talk about it openly because I'm yeah, like, no, it's yeah. so everyone's on their journey, and they people
0: were open and they got it. There, you know, no one was yeah no one to be embarrassed anymore. Anyway.
1: Well, and the clitoris, of course helps with menstrual cramps and and tension that you're feeling in your body right to release Mm -hmm. this energy and so i was trying to use that as a soothing mechanism also Mm -hmm. um and i know they talk actually about children who maybe have experienced traumatic things at a young age they'll also use that to soothe themselves makes sense and right and people go oh it's masturbating they're somehow they're they're horny kids or so you know it's like no it's it's the mechanism to soothe um ideally we develop emotional and mental ways of soothing ourselves as well but this is kind of a go-to healing center. Yeah. I personally feel like
0: we shouldn't block the other one out. Um, no, of course I think is not. what has happened. But anyway,
1: so, so you self- were like <laughs> doing our show because we want people to feel like they can rub themselves. Um, yeah. Don't uh, block anything. But that was revelational for me to, to go to these pleasure centers and rather than it's not for pleasure, but for soothing in, mm. in high stress. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. I just found it interesting, and I felt, but also like the fact that I felt humiliation for trying to do that, also. And then I all of a sudden had this o- self awareness, like people can see me behaving in a way that's right. uh, so you are confronted need. with the shame, and yeah, you got to go super, through it. Yeah. yeah, really powerful. Yeah. Uh, okay, now this brings me to the other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. she has a lot to say. <laughs> it was. I didn't say this earlier, but it's for me. It was six years of therapy crammed into 6 hours yeah. for me personally no, i know it, you're saying that me, you had this different but that's what journey what i'm saying
0: like it's not that it wasn't um revelatory cuz i feel like you have so much to say about it but i i just and, and i'm not saying it's better or anything i'm just saying it, it was different, different where yeah, we like different. my stuff was like again like universality of breath and like all <laughs> these like crazy things that i literally can't talk about like i don't know how to talk about it I ended you know up. it's just you have to i like i experienced it and and i feel like for me it launched this um journey for me of like uh like a lot like i don't know it was like this i the last couple years well year or so yeah i've been on this really intense more spiritual deepening like really really core deep things have been moving existence. in existence yeah but also like even meditation wise and and spirituality wise and i've
1: been anyway so it's living i mean do you feel like it okay but do you feel like that serves you or how oh, does completely. it serve you i feel in like fuller life i mean what's the advantage
0: yeah th- the advantage is that i feel um i feel <laughs> ironically more in control right like yeah. which i don't know if that makes sense to you but but i feel so much more at peace on a deep 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 level where um in where things when things go on it's like I'm more impenetrable and because there's this core piece which means gives me more control in the world right in the sense that in a way your core is more solid right so there's more mastery and, and um and flexibility right and i'm not i'm not governed by as much by these external things the external forces right which <laughs> so it's funny that like i had, i gave up control In a certain way and gain control in a different way, you know, so I feel like that has really been which is power That's the essence and that's the definition of personal power I feel and so that's for me been the benefit um, which makes me happier and it makes me able to um, Move forward more joyfully and confidently I suppose. Yeah,
1: I became really aware of uh, vibration during my experience with music yeah. And I know you said this, like everything's waves, but I was like. I was going to say in sex has gotten better. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like this ability to deepen in your connection. I feel so much more sensitive. Yeah. Yes, because I'm
0: more open in connection uh-huh. and I'm more like able to, even more to connect. And so that has also happened. Yeah. Um.
1: You know, a f- like a few years ago, I had a lover that kind of opened me up in this way where I started having like vibrations during sex like my body shakes and I know you mentioned that eh? a yeah, like yeah. finally having that as well and I so I was having like vibrations and I was like oh there's something in these tremors like well, bigger I it's than myself tremors right yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah um which is like the sexual energy sounds in your body. sounds super esoteric but I I'm know. telling you guys the point it's is- like If you talk to me five years ago, I wasn't there. You know what I mean? That's the point is like I went from not having any awareness of this and like a fear of connecting with people to like and, you know, to being so open in this new way. It's amazing so don't throw us out just we're legitimizing Ah,
0: we're legitimizing it i'm explaining the journey (laughs) yeah okay so (laughs) let me say this so you're having these tremors with this lover
1: yeah and i was like oh there's something in this and i i still don't even know that i've figured it all out but i but the more i lean into it and allow it to be the more powerful i feel and like and, and the more pleasure i feel yeah um but i also during the ayahuasca it was like I was like dancing with the music, like I was rocking to it, and mm-hmm. that was soothing my cramps, mm-hmm. which were happening. Cramps happen rhythmically also. Right. Like you're you like you feel these muscles cramping. And so I, I was like syncing it with the music. And then I was dancing with it by like shaking my hips. And that was soothing. And then I and then I also felt like how and then I whatever, I went on this kind of now. This is like cheesy, but my whole <laughs> thing about like I felt like we were like bees and I could see how like kind of the universe is all interconnected. But music is vibration dance is vibration Mm -hmm. like all of these everything is vibration exactly and it just makes you feel more grounded and connected to the world that you're a part of um
0: (laughs) (laughs) we sound like she's a bunch of hippies no
1: but um, i know whatever it's an experience amazing do it. The, yeah. <laughs> those are the words that I now use after having this ayahuasca experience. Like that's the way I didn't use these words before, but this is the only way so, to describe right, to them. relate it. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So then I'm at Burning Man. Right. And I don't know what to expect. I just arrived there. I'm like, oh, okay. This stuff's crazy. got a lot of sunscreen <laughs> to protect myself. Pedaling around. I finally, I go to this massage tent. Really, I just want a massage. Let me go ahead. Uh, I'm, I really, I, I want a massage. Yeah. And, um, and I, and I go there, you have to sign up at the camp, it's all free, right? And I get there, but the, like, everyone's already signed up, you have to be there, like, the minute they open the camp, you know, registrar, uh, registry, and, uh, and so I get there kind of late, and, um, and there's like a one availability with this Reiki guy, I'm like, Reiki, I'm, I don't know what that is, I mean, I do, like, I've heard of it, I don't know, I'm here, stuff. I'm here to try new stuff, right. right? So I was like, well, nothing else is available, so I sign up, <sighs> I may have taken a bite of mushroom before going, but when I say bite, I mean very little—a <laughs> nibble, a nibble. Yeah, like a, a nibble, nibble where mushroom. I kind of things are like look pretty, and I'm just like, yay, life is a nice. Light buzz, right? Not and because people who aren't familiar with them, I think to them they go mushroom. Like you took it, ah, like you must have been tripping and seeing things grow. Oh, no, it's like but no
0: degrees. Yeah.
1: yeah, the way that you would take if you, if it was like the equivalent of having a glass of alcohol, right? Like just this light buzz, and you're like, hmm, right this is nice so I go into the healing session and I'm thinking I don't really know how to how to do this and then I and of course the minute I thought that (laughs) I was like oh I'm not supposed to control it let him do it and I'm gonna feel so I really allowed myself to surrender to that and he doesn't touch you it's energy healing right right? so he's actually moving his hands above my body and and around them right and I all of a sudden I really sunk into it and I was breathing you know, rhythmically and, and staying focused. And I had all these revelations about my energy and I could feel my energy was all on the right side of my body. And I felt safe there. But masculine. It, yes, yes. I, I had taken a class in acting years before where my coach had said that the left side of your body represents the woman and the mother and the right side of your body represents ma- the man, the masculine and and your father. And this is
0: also, also similar in like Eastern medicine. and Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's like I remembered that detail from that class years ago, and I glommed onto it, mostly because I always have this one really intense back knot in my right shoulder, (laughs) and I think it has to do with my complicated relationship with my father. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. I know, I know, I know. So I'm there, and I'm getting uh, the healing, and all of a sudden, I'm like, Okay, I'm all completely in the right side of my body. My energy's there. But I feel safe and I'm kind of like, Phew, I'm comfortable here. But then all of a sudden I felt that the right side of my body energetically was like this deformed, ballooned, almost like elephant man or something, like a monstrosity. It wasn't healthy and it was it was this like outgrowth um, where I was where I was harboring all of my energy and where I like stayed because it's all I knew. Right. And then I felt sad because I like I had this feeling of my left side and my mother's side was like shriveled and I felt really small in comparison on the left side and I didn't have uh and none of my energy was there and then I felt sad and I regretted that I hadn't given myself to that side and so Mm -hmm. he asked me he goes what are you thinking And I said okay I feel really crazy and like embarrassed and kind of dumb but like this is I remember that the left and right is mom dad and um So this is what I'm thinking, you know, like, call me crazy. You know, (laughs) I was like, wow, I feel retarded and embarrassed. Uh, But I share it with him. And he's like, okay, that's what you think. And I was like, yep, that's what I think. I'm owning it. I don't know what you feel. Yeah. I'm like, you know, left side's my mom. And I don't know how else to interpret what I'm feeling besides this sort of like trauma of my family. Um, So he's like, okay, we're going to work on moving into the left side of your body and balancing you more. And so he started to, I don't know what he's, you know, his hands are on my backside and he's, I guess, you know, pushing energy that way as best he can. I'm doing my best to be open and it's so blocked. It's like so hard to get myself to move over there. I finally do a little bit. And actually that was more when I started feeling the waves of sadness and almost like this morning, like I, I was mourning the, this neglect of my feminine right. and neglect of my mother and yeah. all these things. Yeah. And it was like, whew, like emotionally intense Anyway, I leave the tent after the session with this guy. I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone can hear. Her. There's a car alarm going off at the <laughs> outside of this, of this apartment. Uh, we'll ignore it. Stay focused on the energy healing. <laughs> so uh, this guy, he basically, uh, we go outside and there's another woman there to thank him for what he'd done. And he's like, okay, I have to go back to my session. Like, take care, ladies. But she and I ended up bonding and talking about like what we had gotten out of it as women and kind of the way that we had neglected ourselves intellectually and stuff and and I don't know how we we thought as women we needed to be all business all work like motivate ourselves to not be weak women and really neglected this side of us that is feminine and natural and the biology of our bodies right um so that's a lot but all to say phew <laughs> it was it was a lot though and it was like this one experience of was ayahuasca to ayahuasca yes because ayahuasca I couldn't I, I understood that I saw all this like generational stuff about my mother and my so, mom's mom. Oh, I forgot to say and my it came to a head and at the, the Reiki. Reiki healing yeah. my mother. I came out of ayahuasca and I said to some of the women after the, after doing it and they were like, Oh, you're afraid you're being raped. La 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 la. I realized that I, I had been actually carrying my mother's story through my life up right. until present day. Yeah. And I was defending her through my relationships with men and and, and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I didn't realize, like, the resentments I had based on my mother's experience. Right. And my mom, you know, it was complicated. Like, she married very young. She had kids very young. So in a way, she was a victim of the system. But she managed to pull herself up. And, you know, so there's a success story, but not without a lot of struggle. And I felt resentful and, um, and like I had to I had to gain I don't know what like what is it is it is it vengeance it's almost like I had to right the wrong right yeah but it's a myth right it's like you can't go back and fix that past uh, but I think I mean I feel that way
0: too at consciously like I've especially the last couple of years I've been realizing that I'm like fuck this is my mother's story this isn't mine so yeah but I, I don't know I mean well I saw how intensely DNA Travels right. through you Well yeah So I don't know Is there like an, Any sort of obligation Or anything to do this But I, it's also evolution Right Like we well, I think We we're pick up the thread And the story. we Well yeah But we pick up the thread And then we And then we push the story forward you yeah. know, And we like Take it to another level And heal it And every generation Does that um, The thing I think Is to not let it l- Limit you You know Not, not let
1: not, it Decide for your Be your guide Exactly Not let it Like be your story Right. And I think, you know, the sooner you learn that, the sooner you can move the story forward. Like you're right, saying, yeah. eh? mm-hmm. it's like to have that awareness, I now can n- make more of myself because I'm not imprisoned by the idea right. of trying to fix something that happened in the past. Yeah. So on that note. On that note.
0: So uh, so this was ayahuasca. I mean. It was an amazing experience. Uh, I do recommend... I mean, do I recommend that you do it? I. You know what I would say? I, I think that you really have to listen to yourself and... Uh, like it's not it's not an addictive thing at all for me i, I, yeah, mean, you I cannot you imagine run becoming back addicted at to, vomiting to this. All night <laughs> but um but i can' imagine that if you like in my younger years i grew up in a very like my mom was um a a hands- on energy healer and had a spiritual like a like a counseling um business if
1: i may though i mean your family also is I, I my dad's to, also military Yeah, I, <laughs> So that, I have these I two sides I want to emphasize like the normal childhood Yeah but I you know? was like
0: reading books on You know reincarnation yeah. and energy When I was like 14 did, just because yeah. I was interested But like but my, my point in all of this Was um, I Like when I was younger like I feel like there can One can take on This zest for self discovery And you want to like nail it out and see everything About yourself and just like do it And do it and heal it and get over it so I could maybe, I've heard of some people like going back and doing more Ayurveda and more Ayurveda and more, or sorry, um, mm. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. And like, and I don't, I mean, I would, I don't know, I don't know their experiences, but I would just listen to yourself and um and make sure that you are genuinely being called to like have an experience. And it may not I can even imagine it being like, fuck, I really don't want to do that, but I feel like I need to do it. Well, I think that's where I am.
1: (laughs) I think there's I'm (laughs) like, I would do it again. But But there's a right knowing it's an intense journey. Right. But you have to I
0: think there's a there's something deep inside you that needs to be ready. For that and like and and I would just make sure that you're really tuning into yourself and making sure that you are in the not there is no right space it could be you could be in like super fucked up in life but it's the right time to do it or you could be super high in life and it's the right time to do it but just knowing for yourself. Like, is it a genuine call to Can I say, go and
1: explore and journey? I don't know if I feel like I jumped into it because it was like the right time. I think it came up. It was like an opportunity to do it. And I thought, well, yeah, OK. And like I said, in a way, I didn't understand the profundity of what I was getting into. Right. But I, I mean, I, I want to say I, I bumped into a number of people who had done it and they were it kind of creeped me out a little bit. I feel like they were proselytizers a little bit like they were like, yeah, you have to do it. It's life changing. And that, that I caution, like I, so here I am now, like you're saying, I I really like the way you described it. Do it if you want to do it, if you feel a call to do it. I'm glad that I did it. I'm not going to push that on other people going, you have to try this. It was revelational and interesting. And I hope that us talking about it now, you know, gives insight to people who might want to.
0: Yeah. And I guess what I would say is, um, I think there can be a lot of judgment around it because it's this, you know, hippie thing or because it's a drug or a psychedelic. And and I I imagine that there's probably like a lot of um, fear surrounding it, probably because in general, people are afraid of um wanting to see truths and see darknesses within themselves so yeah. i can imagine that there's that might manifest as fuck that shit i'm not doing that or like no way or you know this automatic wall goes up so i, I would just suggest if that is happening or you do feel that way
1: maybe examine it yeah maybe you need to try it <laughs> you
0: know because yeah i mean it, it does take
1: you inward and i don't think that can ever be a bad
0: thing a bad thing
1: yeah, yeah. And I, again, I emphasize like my experience was so quote crazy. And like to other people, they're going, wow, she had a psychotic break. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't have a break actually. It was, yeah, it was like intense. Like, and I came out of it being like, wow. Right, I lot. it. It's like when lot. you go through
0: like a nervous breakdown, drug free or whatever. But it's like, and you were crying. It's like, yeah, but it was a good cry and you needed the well, you cry. You needed it. You know, <laughs> it's like one of those. Yeah. Only like super
1: mean yeah. like
0: interdimensional and whatever
1: well i loved this show i hope uh you all we finally enjoyed got it out so the whole ayahuasca story i mean it took us this long you know this show's a little on the long side because there's so much there, to there, say. there is a
0: lot um and then there's also at the same time i feel like there's so much not to, to say in a way well, it's so it's like, personal yeah and it's also it's like we'll just go and experience it and our your experience will be different than ours and you know make it your own but um but there you go. So I'm hoping that by us sharing our story, it can alleviate some fears and some judgments around this kind of experience and, you know, maybe open up some of you guys To having well, your own
1: Well look And if someone doesn't if Know right you. how to find it Or have access to it I mean I, I Anyway I You know seek it out If they want But I, I feel like Us discussing it here There's a, hopefully and, m- and also shares some a light safe bulbs way, For other people Right and, and I I do
0: feel like The way that It was handled In our group um, Was very Very loving And professional And safe And so Yeah make, I would make sure That um, that it It's sort a of, safe environment Right It sort of mimics At least What, what You know the environment that was set up for
1: us to do it. Yeah. Alrighty, I think that's well, it. Well, gosh, guys. I got a
0: date, baby. I got to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Heading out <laughs> on the town. Uh, I, you have been listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And please email our advice show
0: at advice at TATalkSex.com for any Questions for the end of the month advice show Or comments or anything else you might want to share
1: With us yeah also uh, Love tv.co has great content um, Featuring videos of ours but Also other great articles for any kind of Question you might have about intimacy and relationships Sexuality and um, uh, Check us out on instagram And twitter at ta talk sex We're always checking in there with some pictures And whatever's going on in our and lives check out, check out T's new pink hair Yeah <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, One final. This is TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Woo.